The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. Hi, everybody. It's me, Carrie. Uh, brand new episode. Name of the episode is, oh yeah, name five DCs. It's coming up. You'll You'll understand. Uh, listen, we uh, Jay couldn't make it uh, this week, but everybody else did. Um, yes, we do talk about Gina Carano. Yes, we get there. But it's mostly just a lot of fun. We get the bad news out of the way first, we take care of that, and then we have a lot of fun. So uh, you can fast forward through all of that stuff if you don't if you don't care for any of it. It just brings up bad thoughts and memories. Uh, so there you go. Name of the episode is, uh, oh yeah, name five DCs. So that's uh, here. Now, what's great about this episode is, I mean, we enjoy putting it together for you. We have a lot of fun doing it and recording it, and we appreciate you listening to it. And a couple of options here. There's this free podcast, which is made available to you for free because of our sponsors. Our sponsors, of course, uh, Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store. It's a great time to be a geek here in Utah. Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store have joined forces comics, collectibles, action figures, and so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live, there's a place for you to get your geek on. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South. Ah, nice. Now, of course, uh, this, this podcast is made available to you for free by our sponsors, and that will continue. But uh, while you're at it, if you want more in-depth stuff, if you want more of the show... We got, it's a, it's a geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the link. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link to our Patreon, where we uh, do exclusive stuff, uh, including our WandaVision deep dives, where we, boy, we take a, a fine-tooth comb to those episodes to the point where it's like, huh? <laughs> We're starting to sound like QAnon conspiracy theorists. I guess Eminon really would be the proper way to put it, Marvel Anon. Anyway, but... Uh, those are a lot of fun to do. And this week, uh, you still have a chance if you are a uh, Patreon member, if you're a true believer. Again, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. I will be doing an Ask Me Anything this week. And I mean that. Anything that you're curious about, go ahead and ask me at uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. And I'll be recording that and we'll be posting that uh, at the end of the week. So go ahead, send it in to us. you got to be a Patreon member to ask a question. But get it to us, and we'll uh, we'll do that at the end of the week. All right? So, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's our Patreon. But again, continue to enjoy this free episode once again of Geek Show Podcast. Oh, yeah, name five DCs. Please to enjoy. Welcome back to our basements, our our hovels, our uh, our uh, fortress of solitude. Our litter boxes. Our, well, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I am not a cat. I am here. <laughs> I am live. I'm ready to go forward. Uh, I'm, ready, I'm, I'm ready to go forward if you are. <laughs> I am not a cat. Cat. I, I, I am live, and I'm not. That a That was the best part of that bit, though. Was <laughs> it's like. Don't worry, guys. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. Well, he, he had Best that. Part. 
he had that flawless Terry Toons voice. Of, oh, I assure you, Josh, that I'm really yeah. not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a cat. I assure you, Josh, I am not a cat. I saw this. Uh, I saw this cartoon where it was like a cat with an eye patch, with a gun, hmm. and then another cat, and they had the guy tied up on the floor. <laughs> and the other, and the other cat, the the cat was up there going, and he's like. This plan is going better than expected. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This plan is going better than expected. She's in her litter box. It's Rebecca Frost. Hi. It's Stanky. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. I uh, I don't want to I don't want to bring this up uh, during the stuff I want to recommend, but I watched the Britney Spears doc and the Anna Nicole Smith special on 2020. Yes, Carrie, you have a question. I watched the. I just want to join in on the Britney Spears. I watched that as well. Yeah, it was a fun Tuesday evening. I I called this ought to be fun. Was not fun. <laughs> it was not. It was very sad, and it all it took was. place oh. in the early aughts. That's yes. the joke. Oh, oh, I I get I get okay. it now. Well, but uh, this week Britney Spears' dad lost. He yeah, lost. Well, well he's he still a co. Lost. He's still a co-conservator. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, uh, and also. Thanks, Justin, for your 6,000-day-late semi-vague apology. Fuck well, you, Justin listen, Timberlake. That's Rebecca, he's, but he's got that new movie on Apple TV that you need to watch, so I, that's, why also, he needs, that's why he's apologizing. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm 80% sure that he and his wife, Jessica Biel, are anti-vaxxers. I'm you think? Um, she appeared on wow. an anti-vaxxer thing. Did she? You, yeah, you did I'll it, find it. You didn't hear that here on Geek Show Podcast. <laughs> Just in Je- case Geek it's... Show got this covered. Jessica Beale yeah. and Justin Timberlake anti-vaxxers. We're, we're not, know, I, we're not uh, doing any of that. I, um, I no just libel imagine... here. No libel here. So just... what's funny is there's an article that says Jessica Beale says that she supports vaccines, which is exactly what an anti-vaxxer would say. Okay. I, I, want, I want all the vaccines right here. I oh, need yeah. them all. Yeah, um, I just imagine that um, Macaulay Culkin's or the Culkin dad watched that <laughs> watched that Spears uh, uh, documentary and was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> I really well, they, missed out. I really fucking missed out on some checks." <laughs> they spent all they spent all his money before he was an adult, anyway. Probably, yeah. probably. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt it. But in that Britney Spears thing, the, the, the telltale sign that you're in trouble is when your father says, my little girl's going to be rich and I'm going to buy a boat. That's when and you know. He, that, and then ah. he disappears yeah. for like a decade. <laughs> yeah. And then he shows up again now that she needs someone to manage her money. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Fuck when, when, she, when she shaves her head and starts beating up a car with an umbrella. <laughs> Yes. Entirely justified. Anyway. And it was fascinating. Anyway. It was an interesting uh, doc. Uh, Tony, too tall Tony Quad T. Hi, how you doing? Hey, pretty good here, you know. Hi. Excited to be with you guys today. Uh, check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or on the Gadget Spot podcast. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Uh, <laughs> Lee, Lee George Cade. Lee George Cade did not watch the Britney Spears documentary. Good he for should. him. I, oh. I don't care. I just don't care. I like it. Are those new glasses, Lee? Uh, they, yeah, actually, they're a year old, but I liked the prescription on the other ones, so I wore them until they broke. So, yeah, these are uh, these are the glasses. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Very like they look good. I like them. Uh, Citizen K23 on Instagram. I'm posting daily uh, hobby 
pictures because I was challenged to do a hobby streak by a lady who's on day 750. So Jeez. I thought, hey, I think I could do that. And it kind of compels my ADD. Like, I have to have a 750-day hobby streak. So well, um, I'm posting Lee, pictures. Your, yes. uh, your kingpin? Thank you. Your kingpin paint was is fucking amazing. It really Thank is. you very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's it's a cool place to kind of check out what I'm doing with the painting because it turns out that's what I really like doing. So uh, go figure, right? Like no mm-hmm. one ever saw that one coming. No. And then, uh, and then Grimly.com is the uh, website where I actually do step-by-steps and painting tutorials for people who are interested in how to paint miniatures. I'll show you how to do it the easy way because right. some people make it far too complicated. I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm... I, Assume it's just too complicated. It's I like just, easy uh, things. It's just yes. witchcraft. That's all it is. Oh, it's witchcraft. witchcraft. All right. Uh, Shannon Bardson, everybody. Hi. Hi. Uh, before I talk about my favorite thing, which is me, um, <laughs> I just want to say one, a couple more things to Lee. Yes. Um, I'm really enjoying your work on the unicorn and uh, top top gear. America. Ew, Top Gear America. Oh, wait. Oh, no, come that, on now. Don't yuck his yum. No, sorry. That's Rob Corddry. Um, no. <laughs> no. That's not, a, that's not an insult. He's a wait, good wait, looking wait. He is very funny, too. Oh. He's funny. He's funny. He's a funny oh. dude, yeah. It's, it's Rob Corddry's hilarious. He was so those, funny in uh, Ballers. Hot, he was hot awesome Time in Machine too. Yeah. And, and actually, it's just those new glasses, Lee. It's just the glasses. It's yeah. the glasses. Yeah, it's the glasses. Uh, yeah, because uh, I liked him in Children's Hospital. He was funny. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Same thing. Mm. And but well, and on the Daily Show, that's where we met him. But yes. but I think I think what we need to recognize with with Children's Hospital is still to this day the longest recorded bedpan gaff ever. <laughs> gaff. Gaff. There there's there's a you know, there's like a, a bit. Goof? There's yeah, a what? bit where the there's a bit where the chief, played by Megan Lalali, who's uh-huh. on a walker, mm-hmm. she has to get through this hallway, but it's completely covered in bedpans. So for like five minutes, it's an uninterrupted <laughs> take of Megan Mullally with a walker walking through a oh, hallway I of get bedpans. It. Okay. So awesome. that, that was funny. Uh, That's a funny show. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, and so, uh, with wait, the hold on. I didn't get to say anything. Oh, I thought you were done. No. Sorry, go on. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to apologize to everybody involved in this today because uh, I'm exhausted. Uh, being back in the building is terrible because kids forgot what school is. <laughs> and uh, but oh, you guys, last night was the anniversary of the first time me and Jen ever hung out. Oh, cool! Aww. Really? Uh, we went. Yeah, we went and saw the. Uh, a big group of us all went and saw the Lego Batman movie. Yep. Mm. A year ago. Oh. No, no. Oh, it was five years ago. Five years ago. Five years ago. In 2017. So we have Lego so Batman Day. Four. Every year. Four. And uh, you guys, I went to the I went to the uh, fish market mm-hmm. and I dropped a hundred bucks. We have a fish, fish market? market? Yeah, it's right by Caputo's. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, to your mom's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, my mom's and, not fishy. But check this out. <laughs> I made uh, first. I steamed mm-hmm. king crab legs, 
which was delicious. But scallops, you guys. Mm. Fucking scallops. Giant Hello, scallops. scallops. I made huh. pistachio crusted scallops. Mm. That sounds delicious. Oh That's my so god. It was so good. All right. And, the, and, the, and we watched terrible TV. Oh, nice. Uh, Jay Whitaker is on assignment. So he'll be uh, back next week, probably. Yeah, and our own, and our only... own scallop wrapped in pistachios is Carrie Jackson. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I can't eat scallops. I got sick on them once, and I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's, That's why you them. are a scallop. You. I cooked them, I cooked them <laughs> perfectly, too. I was like, mm. I, would, I want to send one of these to Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> you donkey. All right. I'm going to give you guys a choice. Uh, we have all of the, uh, you know, casting news and oh new God. projects and all of that good stuff, you know, the, that's happening. And then there's the raft of bad news that the Geek World experienced we, this week. Do we start with all the terrible mm. stuff just to get it out of the way? You want to yeah, get it out of the way? Yeah, let's yeah right. I'm so done talking about it. All right. Can we go every other so we just stay neutral? Oh, like a fun sandwich, like a news yeah. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we have two choices for your bad news. Uh, oh my gosh, there, I have to keep There's, the, there's the, <laughs> the Gina Carano or Joss Whedon. You choose, oh, so Rebecca, I'll terrible. let you choose. So the Joss we'll Whedon Rebecca one choose. will take literally five seconds because nobody okay. gives a shit because he's an old white man <laughs> and these allegations are old and nobody right. cares about old allegations. All so. right. I I, I I just I I love all his shows so much. I I it's find really, this so it disturbing sucks. and yeah. sad. Well, it, like, I mean, it's sad. It, it cheap. Like I can never rewatch those shows. Yes, well, you I mean, can. his yes, you his. Can. Well, and and that's the thing is, I went back and I rewatched the original Avengers, written and directed by, and I mm-hmm. am reminded that that's why I got this tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, Firefly. You, Firefly to this day is still the pinnacle yeah. of the space western genre. It is I flawless. To, Just because I, he's a piece of shit doesn't mean he made yeah. terrible television. Well, same thing. Same that, thing with like Michael that, Jackson music. Like you can right. still enjoy Michael Jackson's music. Just yeah, yeah. You, have, but, you have to separate the artist from the art. Well, but there's. Still, it, it, it takes some of the shine off it. Sure. I would you agree. I would a, agree. Sorry, Tony. Go on. You need to separate the, I mean, if you can, separate the art from the artist. But as well, you got to remember on something like a movie or a TV show, there are hundreds of other people involved yes. putting their very best effort into this as well. Mm-hmm. And so just because the guy at the top was a total douche noz doesn't yeah. mean it invalidates all the work everyone else put into it. Well, the uh, the the news this week was uh, all of the Buffy stars are coming out and saying, uh, "Yeah, Ray Fisher's it's, right." You know. Yep. <laughs> well, and but not all the. Uh, it was mostly females. Yeah, where's David Boreanaz? Where's Nic- <laughs> well, Nicholas Brendan is not ever going to say anything. No, no, no he's <laughs> not. He's uh, yeah, he's got his own problems there. Well, yeah, even, that, he's even, like uh, he's like in permanent rehab. James Even, Marsters, James Marsters mentioned how he was yelled at on set and how Joss Whedon was like, I would love to kill off your character. And, wow. But like that wow. was like the worst Anth- that probably it ever got for him. Anthony Stewart Head, I guess, didn't experience any of the stuff that they did, but he also believes them when they say that it did. And he said he said basically he feels really bad that uh, he couldn't help them at the time because nobody well, told him. 
Here's what uh, here's nobody what, tells you. But you if fucking he, see it. If he Open saw it, that's yeah. Eyes. If he saw it, then that's another story. Yeah, you know. Uh, here's what Charisma Carpenter had to say. She was Cordelia, of course, on Buffy. And uh, on Angel, and on my Angel. Yeah, and uh, here's what she said. Uh, while he found his uh, his misconduct amusing, it only served to intensify my performance anxiety, disempower me, and alienate me from my peers. The disturbing incidents triggered a chronic physical condition from which I still suffer. Uh, he, uh, let's see, closed door meeting after she became pregnant. Whedon asked if I was going to keep it. Can you believe that? And manipulatively weaponized my womanhood and faith against me. He processed to attack my character, mock my religious beliefs, accused me of sabotaging the show, and then unceremoniously fired me the following season once I gave birth. And I remember she, she was just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She was forced, huh? I was going to say the season that she was pregnant, they totally relegated her character character to a once in a while talking head. Yep, exactly. Uh, Carpenter claims he forced her to work at uh, 1 a.m. while six months pregnant. Uh, She believes was retaliation for becoming pregnant in the first place. Uh, and, uh, but anyway, she says, I support Ray Fisher. It's taken me a long time to muster the courage to make this statement publicly. The gravity of it is not lost on me as a single mother whose family livelihood is dependent on my craft. I'm scared. Despite my fears, it's about the impact on my future. I can no longer remain silent. This is overdue and necessary at this time. Also, uh, giving a thumbs up was, uh, Amber Benson, who played Tara, said yes. Uh, I saw that happen. Also, Michelle Trachtenberg, who was oh, my favorite. Yeah. Really? This is the one, no, I liked this, her. Well, and this is the one Weird. that <laughs> really freaked me out. Yeah, because she uh, was she, underage, and she was yeah. told she can't be in the same vicinity alone Yeah. with Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, Dawn. Dawn Summers is the character's name. And uh, she said, yeah, I, uh, I wasn't allowed. There was a rule that Joss was not allowed to be in a room alone with Michelle. Trachtenberg Crazy. said, "If yeah. there's, if that's a rule, people there's, fucking know." Yeah, there's right. a huge problem that needs to be addressed. Stop if that's acting a, like if that's you don't rule. see this shit happening. And that's the thing about well, this I, Joss Whedon shit is that because one, it's old, and two, all the claims are coming from women. Nobody's gonna give a shit, and he'll slide into obscurity and have to. And all he'll ha- the only punishment he'll get is he has to watch Snyder Cut with the rest of us. Well, <laughs> no. So here's the thing. Like I, I thinking about this, I'm like. One, how long ago was this? 20 years ago? 20 years. More than that. Plus. 25. Okay, 25 years ago. And I hate to say it, different time. A more Mm -hmm. uninformed time, right? And two, these uh, women that are coming forward were really fucking young then. Mm -hmm. They were really fucking young and didn't feel comfortable coming forward because it was a different time and well and they were probably okay. worried well, for their and, you can't, they, and right. as women you can't come forward because you have to keep your job yeah right. they're worried you're for their get careers blacklisted. if you right. come if you have allegations against one man that one man is really powerful and he can blacklist mm-hmm. you from hollywood and sorry then well, you have to go right. get a job at mickey d's well no, no it's just it's just like weinstein right it's like okay people are coming out now i'm safe I have teammates, and uh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm totally like fuck Joss Whedon at this point. All right. 
Well, let's yeah. move on to then. Oh, which, real quick, I had huh? to change my Twitter handle. Now it's Eel Gross Rebecca. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> I saw yeah. that. Very good. Very good. Uh, Gina Carano. All right. Here's, uh, here's everything that we've got. <laughs> Now this is this is why when the question was asked, can we back off Gina Carano about four months ago? We I said, know. And, no. Hey, yeah. well, and that's okay. the thing is, like, she four months ago she did her stupid stuff on Twitter and, and Instagram and whatnot, and it's like and, I'm sure she was pulled aside and said, "Hey, you knock this off, or you're gone." And I, she probably said, "Okay, fine." And, and then also, four months later, does it again. And I was back off Gina Carano. Four you weren't the only ago. one. There were a lot of people. No, yeah, but I, I did. I did it. People. I did it on the show. I remember. Yeah, and I fully regret that at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and here's the thing is that I'm getting phone calls from people because The Mandalorian is just such a popular show, not just with uh, people who are into the genre, but people who just you know are casual. They're just tourists like good, in the genre. They like good yeah. TV and yeah. children. And children. And I I got a phone call from uh, my friend Chris in San Francisco, who again is a tourist to the genre, and he says, "Okay, Carrie, tell me." Tell me the truth. What's going on with this? What did she deserve this? And, and I said, yes. And she yeah. goes, for this one thing, I said, this, here's the thing, well, Chris, you, because I'm in this, I'm aware of it. Um, it's not just this one thing. Well, uh, and, so it, and Carrie, I had the same conversation with my boss, mm-hmm. who is a very woke human mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. who loves that show. Yeah. And she was like, so she got fired for this one thing. And I go, no, oh, no. no. That was just the <laughs> but also, latest one. Here's the thing is this one is a really difficult one to navigate because she never outright said, I think that we are being persecuted by the like the Jews. And I think that <laughs> Nazis are great. Like she never explicitly well, said anything mm-hmm. like that. And so I think that's why a lot of people are like, she didn't deserve to be fired. This is an overreaction. But she still has a responsibility to know her audience. And understand yeah. that these well, memes have well, meaning. The well, uh, and I, I had to explain to my boss like this. I was like, imagine um, I was teaching class. And I said, uh, you know, I was teaching about slavery. And I was like, eh, but that version is probably just like a liberal bullshit version of it. And parents complained. You call me in the office and go, you can't talk like that. And then I don't for like two weeks and then I do it again. And she All right. Goes, here's oh. a, here's, you know, we, we've been following this for a while. So everybody right. knows how it all started. And uh, I thought it was, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that Pedro Pascal had a, a sister who was trans. I didn't know that. No, that's, yeah. that's new news. That's and new. That's new yeah. news. Yeah. Pedro's, like Pedro's week. And so when she did, yeah, well, when she did, when Gina Carano did that on her Twitter feed, on her social media, you know, because Pedro Pascal put up his pronouns and, and she, you know, Gina Carano mocked it, uh, you know, and and she put her pronouns were boop, beep, bop. So I thought that was particularly shitty because surely she had to have known. Yeah, uh, or maybe she didn't. I don't know. She, but no, the uh, sister, the sister only came out to Pedro Pascal, but right. that's why he, that's okay. why he took her aside and said, "This is important, and this yeah. is important yeah. to me." And um, also, I have a theory that she drinks. Toronto. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, well, the anti-mask uh, stuff and the uh, all the other stuff about opening up. You know, I, I did a little research and I found out apparently her family owns some casinos in Reno. Yeah, Whoa. like a like a lot. 
a they lot. Are, and they are a big name in in that industry. Yeah, so mm. apparently that's why she's all about, you know, the 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 disease is a joke. It's 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 a it's a you know it's not real. Masks don't work. Well, that's why she's been pushing that apparently, and uh, that's why she doesn't give two craps about Disney money. Her family's yeah. already loaded, exactly. so a paycheck to her doesn't mean well, anything. Well, it's okay. She's going to go well, do a movie with Ben Shapiro and shed a tear, but he wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, she's going to find out that uh, just like everyone else finds out that these uh, right wing guys, it's all a grift. They're just after your money well, and then yeah. they'll disappear. So uh, that's where that is. What She basically shot herself in the head. Mm-hmm. So because she disparaged. Like, well, like, she was going to get a spinoff. That's we, a license. To well, we don't money. know that don't for know sure. That. We don't know that for sure. Well, I thought that they were going to announce that at the, the investors day, but then they scrapped it. We still don't they're know that either. That's they're announcing speculation. They're announcing yeah. the show, but whether she was in it or not was still speculation. Now, if the show had been called Rangers of the New Republican, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> also, also <laughs> not <laughs> Also not not my joke. I have to oh. give full credit. Oh. So well done. The, well done. the uh, uh, Lucasfilm spokesperson says Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural or religious identities are abhorrent and un- unacceptable. Uh, and the argument is being made she didn't know what she was retweeting, and I just say, that's bullshit. That's yeah, come on. Yeah, that's and just bullshit. because of the way that the statement was phrased, I feel mm-hmm. like she was not employed on. for a long time yeah you yeah, brought imagine, that up yeah. the other day rebecca and very very astutely thought out I yeah i imagine too, yeah. her contract was up after the second season well yeah. and there's there's more evidence to that carrie did you notice that their whole mandalorian behind the scenes thing was so like oh it's one episode whereas last year they had yeah. an episode for every episode yeah so a couple of things sure covid maybe cut that short but that one episode they had was very gina carano intensive Mm-hmm. And so oh, what happens if you shot a behind the scenes thing that was very intensive on somebody that you realized you couldn't employ any longer? Ah, okay. Yeah. So but that's speculation, which I hate. So she's, she made the announcement that she's, you know, going to go do this thing with Ben Shapiro and, uh, you know, that'll go nowhere. And, I saw uh, a meme that was quoting John Mulaney where it's Gina Carano every time she goes onto a Ben Shapiro set. Is that Dean Kane? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing is that she, there was a big article about you know how you, you shouldn't fire her because she's a conservative to which i said i thought conservatives were all about lower taxes and small government and all of that shit oh, oh so you're saying you're saying being a conservative means being uh racist and uh hating trans people yeah. that's what that's what this article is saying is well, that what you're saying y'all said take, it not take, us take yeah. it even take it take it a, a step in a different direction just from the capitalistic point of view you're employed by a company at will mm-hmm. and they have the ability to decide who works for them and who doesn't and if they you know political beliefs are not i don't think they're protected mm-hmm uh, like obviously like rigidly religious or, you know, things like that. So, I mean, that's, that's the business. If the well, company well, doesn't like what you're saying and you represent so, the company. Well, so the well, day like any of us, we can't just walk in, especially like Carrie and me, I just can't walk into my job and say whatever I want. Yeah. And it, and, well, and, I don't, I don't have anything that I want to say no, that I think no, will get me fired. Saying, <laughs> exactly. That's the thing is we don't have garbage well. opinion. Well, no, That's but what true. I'm saying, like if we decided to, Carrie, yeah. neither one of us could keep our jobs. Well, the well, fascinating, huh? 
Your right to free speech is constitutionally protected. What is not protected is the reaction to your free speech. Exactly. That's that's what I was trying to get at, basically. And everyone who keeps quoting the First Amendment doesn't understand it. They haven't read it. Yeah, clearly. You can can say whatever you want, but your stupid ass statement has repercussions and you're not protected. Freedom of speech, not freedom from consequences. So, right wing wing social media started cranking out the hashtag, you know, uh, uh, boycott Disney Plus or whatever it was. You know, this cancel culture that they're so concerned about. Oh, shit. Disney's going to go broke. Well, it was the same day. This is how baller Disney is. They released their subscriber numbers. (laughs) 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 New season of The Mandalorian and the Pixar film Soul helped propel Disney to 94.9 million subscribers during the final three months of the year. That is bonkers. Yeah. Uh, Disney topped the 90 million goal it had previously set for Disney Plus signups by the end of fiscal 2024. Disney's been able to reach significant market penetration. So there's that. They released that the same day. Four years ahead of schedule. Then today in Forbes, because that's where you go for news, not these fan sites. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) Forbes. I get all my news from we got this covered. <laughs> well, you won't you won't read this then. Uh, Forbes announced that WandaVision is the the number one show in the world right now. That's according uh, to Parrot Analytics, number ooh. one series worldwide. Audience attention measurement uh, system captured an audience behavior data set by sifting through social media, fan ratings, and piracy data to <laughs> represent the audience demand. Now they're finally it's, measuring piracy data. <laughs> I exactly. Love that. But here's the thing: it started out. It started out kind of poor. It was like in the 35 spot. But then, as this last episode, not the one that we just saw, but the episode five, mm-hmm. shot the popularity right up because of that cliffhanger ending that it gave us. Uh, well, so well, that was and, fast. and it got better. Uh, and it got better. Uh, and Carrie, that's. I think this is fake news because I read on our <laughs> Facebook page. That this show is a flop. <laughs> Who said that? Not our yeah. Facebook page. No, our, our Facebook page. I think it might have been a joke. Had to have been a joke. I d- we should stop putting shit like that on our Facebook page then. How about that? Well, we should just stop posting on our no, Facebook it was, page then. Cause it was someone I, I, else posted on our Facebook oh. page. Not no, us. it was me. I posted a meme and they're oh. like, oh, and they're like, okay. This shows a this shows a flop, and All everybody's right. like, "What?" No, it's the number one show in the world on streaming, apparently. Yeah. So, there you go. Good luck, Gina Carano. After these, these messages, messages, oh, before we go, wait, oh, wait, I, I, oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have. I, 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 I wrote it down. I have the replacement for Gina Carano. There are so many good actresses out there oh, who yeah. can take up this role. But let me. Everyone's putting theirs out. Let me put mine out there. Look her up. It's a uh, ska punk band called The Interrupters. The lead singer, Amy. Uh, her name is Amy Allen. She'd be perfect. All right. After, After these, these messages. messages. Be right, be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection and the Nerd Store have teamed up. Comics, collectibles, action figures, so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live, there's a place for you to get your geek on. Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall, Dr. Volts at 2043 East 3300 South. And Dr. Volts this month, they're introducing their new online hold management system. There's no need to wait any longer for adding a new series or a cool new cover to your hold. You can do it from the comfort of your home, click of a button. In mainstream comics, King in Black is <laughs> all over Marvel. Future State continues to run through the DC Universe, but they got a couple of indie titles they want me to tell you about. Deep Beyond is one. On an underpopulated future Earth, something is hidden in the depths of the 
abyss, something mysterious and dangerous which could cause an even worse disaster. Also, Stray Dogs. It's described as Oliver and Company meets Silence of the Lambs when a serial killer collects his victims' dogs as trophies. So get exclusive covers for Stray Dogs, Deep Beyond, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Last Ronin, and more at nerdstoreutah.com or drvolts.com. Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall, Dr. Volts at 2043 East, 3300 South. Enter the airlock to Epic. And we're back. All right, now that we got the ugliness behind us. Is that it? Is that it? Shake it off. Because I felt icky. I felt icky. It's all good news from here on out. All good news from here on out. All right, all right. Uh, Disney is remaining committed to the theatrical release of Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're saying May seventh. I don't oh, believe it myself. That, but no, no. Uh, uh, Disney and Clint Barton. What do these two things have in common? Not sure when to drop Natasha. Oh, oh! <laughs> very good. Uh, I, like that one. I think that they should. You know, uh, me. I want it on Disney Plus, but that's me because I want to see the goddamn thing. But. Uh, you know what? With this news about uh, we've just secured enough vaccine for the entire nation, uh, and the you know if we can get it rolled out is the hard part. Um, yeah, we should all. In April. Yeah, we should all be vaccinated by the end of summer. So uh, I, I should be yeah. vaccinated by the end of this month. That's true. Look, I, I'm at full immunity this Look, coming ye- Tuesday. But the, the, the logistics we're looking at is 3 million shots a day to get people, yeah. to get the nation at herd immunity by mm-hmm. the end of May. Well, a day, but then also, how many of those have to come back? That's, yeah, that's the same. What's well, nice yeah, they, is like the state of Utah, that. and I can honestly tell you this, and I, I hate to hijack it with, with COVID news, but the state of Utah actually has one of the best rollouts of vaccinations yeah. in the country because like they're doing this brilliant thing where if you go in and get your first shot, your second shot is already reserved. It is literally earmarked yeah. for you. So there's no yeah. chance cool. of you not getting your second dose. So uh, good well, job, Utah. And, and well, that's because Jesus lives here. That's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, a couple of other, uh, we got some casting Cap Marvel 2, which I rewatched the original Cap Marvel this week, and I forgot how much I enjoyed it. Um, we've got the villain has been cast. Uh, it is uh, Zaw Ashton. She is from Velvet Buzzsaw. What is that? Oh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Like if you have not seen it, it's a trip. It is a horror movie, or more thrillery okay. than horror. Jake Gyllenhaal, it came out at Sundance a couple years ago. Jake Gyllenhaal um, is this art museum curator. He's wacky, and he's Jake Gyllenhaal is very underrated. Uh, I, I agree. It's, it's good. I recommend it. Is there All body right. horror in it? Yes, there uh, is. No, I'm out. She, it does not say... <laughs> It does not say who she is playing. They're keeping that a secret, but she will play the villain opposite to Brie Larson. Uh, it's screenwriter Megan McDonald is penning the script. Nia, Nia DaCosta, who is directing the Candyman movie and the uh, Western Little Woods, she's directing, and they're getting ready to go. So uh, I am wondering if mm-hmm. they are going in a more thrillery direction with Captain mm. Marvel 2 because Nia DaCosta directed the new Candyman movie and yeah. then Velvet Buzzsaw is definitely more of like a horror thrillery type movie. Hmm. Um, so I wonder if they're going in that direction. It'll be interesting to see. Do you think uh, they'll bring in a rogue stealing her powers? Oh, that I, would be so awesome. I doubt it, but that would be yeah. awesome. 
I'm I'm not making any predictions about the X Men or the Fantastic Four in the Marvel Universe until I hear <laughs> something differently. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, and the Wonder Girl TV series didn't get picked up for one reason or another. Just so yeah. you know, at the okay. CW. Uh, so you won't be getting Wonder Girl. Paranormal Activity reboot. Yeah, because not, damn. Because okay. license to print money. <laughs> yeah, that makes it's so low budget, and they always make a, a grip well, of money on it. The first it, Paranormal Activity movie fucked me up. Oh, yeah. It's a good it was one. scary. Yeah, yeah it's, it was good and scary, and it, it made a shit ton of money. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, because it was so cheap to make, it's, a, it's apparently among one of the most profitable movies ever made. Yeah, well, it's the Robert, wise, yeah. it's the Robert the Rodriguez principle. He made it in his house. He yeah. used money to like fix up his house and then filmed the movie in his house. Well, well and I'll it, tell you, when those came out, the kids at the Sev were like, they were convinced that that was proof of ghosts. Proof of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like uh, w- Blair Witch was proof of witches. It's the uh, demon fear, man. So they're, they're bringing it back. They're going to shoot it the same kind of way, super cheap. Uh, but they've got uh, Jason Blum and uh, Oren Pelly back as producers. Filmmaker yeah. Will you Will Eubank, who did Happy Death Day, which if you haven't seen, it's fun. So good. Uh, and uh, Christopher Landon teaming up for the uh, reinvention of Paranormal Activity. So that will be interesting. Micro-budget movie. March 4th, 2022 is what they're saying. So you're getting more Paranormal Activity. Uh, let's see. Oh, a uh, I know that uh, Shannon was looking forward to this, but we have a voice cast now for Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. <gasps> yes! This is really cool. Um, singer and actor uh, Diamond White will voice the uh, 13-year-old Lu- Lunella Lafayette, is the character's mm-hmm. name, Moon Girl. Uh, and uh, you've got Sashir Zamata from SNL <gasps> is going to play her mother, Adria. Alfred Woodard who, you know, needs no introduction, voicing Moon Girl's grandmother, uh, Jermaine Fowler from Superior Donuts, and actor uh, Gary Anthony Williams round out the rest of the family as Lunella's father and grandfather. Uh, Sneaky Pete's Lie Burrer, who also does the voice of uh, Webby's pal Violet on DuckTales, will be Lunella's friend and manager Casey. And the longtime voice actor Fred Tataschiori will do the roars and snarls of Devil Dinosaur. Well, and you guys, I have all of those, um, a bunch of the uh, collected editions of mm-hmm. that th- comic, and it is so good. We do, I take 20 minutes a day, and we do independent reading at the Sev. Well, and just... I spent all, all last year reading that reading those and it's so good it's a good comic but here's uh, here's the last one that they waited till the end of this press release to announce lawrence fishburn what will be voicing are you ready the beyonder oh wait what <laughs> no who's shit. the beyonder is this well, a dc property who's the beyonder no. the or beyonder. not not dc uh, it's uh, marvel i was Double thinking marvel. of uh it's marvel. yeah marvel it's marvel uh, you should probably look it up, but uh, those those of us old folks remember the Beyonder from the uh, Secret Wars, Secret the original Wars, Secret man. Wars, yeah. back in uh, oh, it was what eighty five, I think eighty five, yeah, yeah, eighty yeah, five. Uh, so he will be voicing the Beyonder, and then, and then he came back in Secret Wars two, Secret Wars two, and he looked like David Hasselhoff. Yes, <laughs> so still the Beyonder, cooler, still cooler than Psycho Pirate. I don't care. 
<laughs> so the Beyonder is joining the Devil Dinosaur cartoon. Uh, speaking about cartoons, uh, there was a huge announcement because, well, cartoons are COVID-proof, as we have learned. A um, lot of stuff was announced. Uh, the Clone High series, which we had talked about earlier, oh. uh, that's that's gotten firmed up for sure. You guys, uh, one of my favorite shows of all goddamn mm-hmm. time. Uh, other titles uh, revived, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, Daria yeah. is getting a spinoff called Jody, and we talked about that. Cool. But here's some, here's some others that are part of this. Velma. So she's getting her own show? I, Velma from yeah, Scooby-Doo is, is getting this her own is show. Insane. This is our an insane nerd girls finally get our time in the sun. <laughs> wow, they're making the hottest cartoon character getting her own show. Right. Exactly, right? She's Velma's the hot the one. Hottest? She's, she's, she's no, literally in in if you were to give me a pan, a list and say, "Lee, who are the five hottest cartoon characters of all time?" Velma's 1, 2, and 5. <laughs> <laughs> who are Okay, well, who's 3 and 4? That's a, that's that's in my journal. So Jessica, gets a no. Jessica Rabbit, no, and uh, Megatron. Yeah, well, of course, yes. Megatron. I was Hot. more of a Starscream kind of Hot guy. Myself, but... Now, if this were my wife's, if this were my wife's list, Lionel was one, two, and five. Uh, yeah. So, well, oh yeah, you know. Cheetah. Yeah. Uh, my, so, I mean, my idea, what I think happened is this company was like, what character? Are, uh, are people jerking off to the most <laughs> on OnlyFans? It's right. Velma. Cosplay. And they're like, Velma! All right, let's make a show. Okay, this is an adult-focused comedy, it says. Uh, the origin of Velma. Uh, the Mindy... origin of Velma? That's oh, what it yeah. says here. Uh, Mindy Kaling will executive produce and voice the role. Okay, How she got fuck. Her okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, also, Fired on Mars, an adult-themed animated comedy, has been picked up straight to series. Workplace comedy set on the Martian campus of a modern tech company. The series yeah. is based on an animated short. Uh, Pete Davidson will voice uh, the lead character and executive oh, produce. It sounded so good up until the very end. Uh, <laughs> and, and, You're also, and this is all HBO Max, by the way. Right. You're also getting uh, Gremlins, uh, Boondocks, uh, The Prince... Uh, Harley Quinn continues, of course, uh, and a uh, they're looking at a cartoon of Game of Thrones for some reason. Uh, they haven't Max. even given us a, the the other goddamn spinoffs, and <laughs> they HBO. haven't even given us a good wow. finale of the one yeah. show. HBO Max just uh, dropped one of the most criminally underrated, not anime, but anime-looking series of the last three years, um, Genlock that Rooster Teeth did. It's mm-hmm. this like f- uh, futuristic sci-fi mecha suit combat show with David Tennant and, uh, oh, geez. Um, who's the guy from, who played Killmonger in Black Panther? Oh, oh Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. He's the executive producer and the lead voice actor in it. And it's so good. It's like mm-hmm. some of the best mecha animation I've ever seen. And they just dropped it on HBO Max recently. And also, uh, also announced that. But you know what I've seen? People are like, Okay, you're bringing it back all this, especially like when Clone High was announced. They're like, uh, how about uh, Venture Brothers? Oh, Can't we do that. that again? All right. You know? uh, so Michael B. Jordan is also uh, behind a uh, thing called Obi, about a 30-year-old man chasing his dream to become an artist while navigating adulthood with his friends. <laughs> Twist, You've it's got... Obi-Wan Kenobi on tattooing, killing time. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a show called Hello, <laughs> Paul. 
uh, about a neurotic millennial cat who's in whose intense job and freeloading mouse roommates stress him out. Uh, <laughs> you've got uh, Ed Helms with Uncanny Valley, uh, the story of three awkward domestic helper robots who kill their human owners and try to assume their identities. <laughs> I'm so in on this. That sounds fantastic. And uh, this one from uh, Brian and Michael Bendis and David Mack adapting their uh, comic book cover. Uh, an animated espionage thriller and conspiratorial huh. love letter to the comic book industry. <laughs> I thought you were just saying that they're abda- adapting their comic book cover of a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I made a whole series based on this yes. drawing. <laughs> I mean, uh, so there is that. Uh, other casting we got: um, <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons live-action movie continues to roll forward. Chris oh. Pine, Chris you Pine. You got Chris Pine in the lead, but they've now added Michelle Rodriguez and Justice Smith. Okay. Uh, just tell so, me who's fucking writing it. I don't give a uh, shit who's uh, in it. That's true. Just tell me who's doing it. I got it. And also, oh, Carrie, please tell me there's not a weigh-ins to be found. <laughs> not a weigh-ins <laughs> to be found. Uh, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly uh, behind Game Night are set to direct the feature. Oh. Uh, and I like Gold- Game Night. Goldstein yeah, and Daly also wrote the latest version of the script, so there you go. Nice. Uh, that's that, sounds, that sounds not bad. Uh, a couple of uh, casting uh, bits for the Borderlands movie, which I know you're dubious of. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, it you needs got, to be well, animated. Why are they doing it live action? It's live action. You've got <laughs> Kate Blanchett is already set to star. So okay, I'm, I'm there. She's Lilith, yeah. Yeah, I'm there for Kate Blanchett. I'm there. But they've also added, uh, uh, as we talked about, well, Kevin Hart. But uh, the mm-hmm. good news, Jamie Lee Curtis is joining. Yeah, that one was really out of left field. This still uh, sounds like an animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, then they also announced Jack Black will be playing the robot, which uh, is perfect. The clap, <gasps> the claptrap. Clap yeah, yes. claptrap character uh, Jack Black is is a great choice for the voice of. Here's the sad thing, <laughs> though, God is that that's Josh just Gad, that's know? just Gearbox fucking over the guy that voiced him in the in the. That is true. Well, they already, that dude, they already did that. that. Dude, yeah, because the dude said, hey, our people aren't getting paid right. They're not getting yep. paid scale. And I didn't get paid yeah. shit because I was just a programmer. And they're like, fuck you. We got your voice. <laughs> but, uh, so they, they got a new guy to voice Claptrap in Borderlands 3. And now they're getting Jack Black for the movie. Now, we're not sure whether it is uh, going to be motion cap or if he's just going to add the voice later. Yeah. We okay, Shannon? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Yon, I told you guys I was tired. <laughs> Borderland. <Okay. laughs> uh, Eli, Eli Roth is directing. Uh, you've got the Chernobyl uh, creator, Craig Mazin, uh, writing. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Kate Blanchett <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis. like In the same oh, movie. How fucking fun. That's the oh. thing is, all everything well, then, I've read about this movie is like, uh, this could be good. But then the back <laughs> of my head is just like, video game movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we got this news this week, which I found fascinating. <laughs> so we all remember Face Off, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So for those those youngsters who don't remember, it's uh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Nicolas Cage and John Travolta playing each other. So you have Nicolas Cage as... Doing a- Doing John a John Travolta, Travolta impression. Playing John Travolta, and then you have John Travolta doing his best Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage impression. It's, and then you, it's John Woo, right? Yeah, it's John Woo. So, so you got a plane, you got a fucking plane right in the beginning. <laughs> this movie's and, a work of art. And of course there's doves. 
Of Dump. course there's dust. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Now, this he is, could eat a peach for days. Now, the, the news story initially was is that the guy who directed Godzilla vs. Kong, Adam Wingard, is going to uh, be in charge of it. But he announced after that, it is not a remake. It is a <laughs> direct It is a direct sequel, he says. Well, does that mean they're going to get John Travolta and Nick Cage I to swap faces again? I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Think about I these saw, old saw, guys playing this again. I saw on Twitter um, some casting that people want to see, and someone posited Robert Pattinson and Tom Hardy, and I think that is just an A-plus idea. Yes. Tom Hardy's but, way too method, though. He'll really cut his face off. <laughs> yes. Tom, Robert Pattinson will challenge him. And uh, uh, also, have you seen John uh, Travolta lately? <laughs> yeah, he was he in that Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, no, he looks like he swapped his face with somebody else. <laughs> now, before we move on from that story, I just want to point out to our listeners who are Q- QAnon theorists, uh, face-off is a work of fiction. Uh, you, you can't actually say swap Trump and President Biden's Biden face. is really yeah, yeah. President yeah. Trump. You can't really do that, all right? Okay. No, it's like... It's like um, our new president's wispy hair is so much different. <laughs> Anyone that believes this is just there. There are actual face transplant transplants there uh, are. that go on in the world. Right, no, and, no, I saw and that, it that, is that, a, a super super hard procedure that takes months, if not years, to recover from. And the mm-hmm. person receiving the face transplant, uh, like, never gets full control. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, so well, it's no, there, obvious. There, there was that guy last week, uh, or that he got hand transplants, hands and face at the same face. time, mm-hmm. yeah. and he still looks like a mutant. All right. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, face so, transplants don't ever like look super great. Yeah. They look way better than what they started with, though. That's so sure. moving They're on, like much uh, huge uh, improvement. Another uh, video game property, uh, Last of Us, which is an HBO series. We got the yep. casting for that, which is also good news. King of single dads. King of single dads. Pedro Pascal is going to be co-starring with uh, Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us. Uh, Liana Bella... Mormont. Liana yeah, Mormont. The Very good. Badass from uh-huh. Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. So they're both from Game of Thrones, and they're both going to be in this show. I just think that's kind of cool. Uh, Ramsey will play Ellie, the 14-year-old orphan who has never known anything but a ravaged planet, and. Uh, Pedro will play Joel, the, the lead. Uh, so that will be uh, that will be. So very cool. my fiance posited a really interesting question that Tony, I think you would be able to answer. What um, you got? He was like, <laughs> he was he was like, is that a, is that kind of like a dick move to the guy who voiced and acted him in the video game? And I said no, because I think that guy just really likes sticking with video games. The guy that right. uh, Troy Baker, I want to see, is his name. Mm-hmm. That, that, is his name that voices him yeah. in the video game. I don't think he does a whole lot of anything besides video games. That's here's, what I I'm said. not I'm not saying that he couldn't do it, but but, but here's the thing, and I understand voice actors getting pissed when uh, other actors come in and take their roles for things like this. I get that. I understand it, but at the same time you have to get that no one's going to tune into a show without a star. Exactly. And that's the same You're thing. Spending with, all that goddamn money, you yeah. know. It's yeah. just well, same, same idea with know. a claptrap and and Jack Black. Jack Black's yeah. a name people recognize, and mm-hmm. Jack, uh, I'm Jack, sure that trap, clap the, Black. 
Yeah, something like that. The uh, the yeah. other guy could do just as good a job or better as Jack Black, yeah. but he's a name people recognize. Yes. Well, I, and I think another good example is Kevin Conroy. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. He, Kevin like, Conroy's like, a great I, voice for Batman, but no one's going to right. watch it, you know, go and divvy up 12 bucks to see a Batman movie starring Kevin Conroy. Well, like, is, uh, Jen gave me, a like, a little uh, statue that talks like Ken, uh, Kevin Conroy, and mm-hmm. I love it. But when he was on uh, the CW show, yeah, he was on for an episode as Bruce Wayne. As yep. Bruce Wayne, he looked he looked like shit. <laughs> but he's 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 fairly old, and he is. Yeah. He's, well, he he's is. a really yeah. he's like a really wiry guy, like really thin. Yeah. So he it looked perfect for a grizzled yeah. Batman, if you ask me. But well, yeah, and but as as you can see him in the scene with the other actors, he's okay for a bit. He wouldn't be able to yeah. carry a show. It's you know? a whole different world. Different yeah. world, yeah. All right, we got some more uh, just final casting, and then I want to find out what you guys have been consuming after these, after these messages. messages. We'll be right back. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's uh, take a look at this. Oh, Game of Thrones was brought up earlier. Uh, we got some more casting for that. The Thronesverse. See what oh. I did there. Thronesverse. <laughs> you can use that HBO. That's. Oh, that's that you, you can have that one for free. That's a free one. I just, I just, I just whiffed that one out from under my seat, and there you go. You can. Have you know, it. just like just like that last season of Game of Thrones. Right out from underneath their seats. Right from under their seats. There it is. Uh, They have announced uh, more uh, casting for the House of the Dragon, the Targaryen family uh, prequel. Uh, Okay, so you've already got Patty Constantine, Olivia Cook, Emma Emma Darcy, Matt Smith. Uh, They announced today that Steve Toussaint, E. Best, Reese fans, and Sonoya Minzu are joining the show. Uh, I could tell you who they're playing if you're interested, or I could just move on. I think, yeah. I think what's going to be interesting is... I do not is, care. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Okay. All I, of these I, Game I, of Thrones I projects? I, I never do anybody's name anyway. So. All right, Lee, yes, what? <laughs> the, the world has moved on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what's gonna be the most surprising thing to Warner Brothers when they finally unleash this barrage of Game of Thrones adjacent okay. material. No one's the world care. has moved on. The next book comes out, that will be an international bestseller because people have been waiting for this book. But because you did not peg the landing on that last season, mm-hmm. most of the fans have just been like, eh, we've you've lost your you've lost your capital. All right. The wind is the wind. My sails, not there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we've talked about the Peacemaker TV series. Yeah, um, which is the character <gasps> with, who gets a spinoff from uh, Suicide Squad, the James Gunn Suicide Squad. 
I don't know uh, anything about Cena. that character. Did you guys read? But I know the... that I'm excited for it. Did you? I, unrelated. I, did I, you read the the headline that Deadline published yesterday mm-hmm. about 97 year old science fiction author James oh, Gunn? Oh yeah. They started yes. their headline with James Gunn dies. They yeah. knew exactly what they were doing. Oh. <laughs> click yeah. click click. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, also the thing I love about Peacemaker, <clears throat> it is the most faithful, like comic book costume i've ever seen mm-hmm. and he looks like an idiot it, yes <laughs> yep and we'll get into that faithful comic book costume thing when we do our deep dive of the latest oh, issue, latest episode full, of wandavision full show yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. geek show got this covered.com uh this is from uh hbo max content chief casey bloys he has announced that that show we're gonna have to wait until january to see it uh, he said, I just got involved with the DC content in August. Peacemaker is one of the first shows I greenlit uh, and one of the first shows coming out. Uh, she goes on to say, uh, January 2022. It's a great example of what HBO Max can do with DC content. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Boy. I had to check. Uh, I wish I want some more great examples. How about yeah. that? <laughs> uh, it's uh, been one of... Uh, and Sarnoff's priorities is to organize the DC world for exactly what you're talking about to make sure that the universe is logical and makes sense. Uh, she nope. talks about the, she talks about the flywheel, blah blah blah. Anyway, January. Do you think she has like a to. text chain going with uh, Kevin Feige, and she's like, Kevin, how, how do did I do, you do this? How does this do? does this make sense? Does, how do? What do you think about this? <laughs> I just don't. Does this under- work? Here's the thing. The only- I, I went ahead. back I went back and I'm I decided since we're getting the stupid Snyder cut, um, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna rewatch. And so I started with uh, Batman v Superman, and I know it's much maligned. But Did you it's watch not... the director's cut though? This is the one that's on HBO Max right now. It's called the Ultimate Cut or some crazy. Oh, yeah, cut. yeah, okay, yeah. It's long. That's the uh, long one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's got another hour of just people going Martha. <laughs> It's much maligned, but you know what? You've got Batman fighting Superman, yeah. for fuck's right. sake. What is your I, fucking problem? I don't I, understand. I like it. You wanted this. You mm-hmm. wanted this. And there it is. And they're doing it, it for you. And I don't like understand. It, it ticked off most of my boxes. And I said, I don't Sweet. understand. I don't understand what the complaint is. This and, is what you wanted. You well, know? And, like, uh, you know, me and Tony are the biggest DC fans. Yeah. In the building. Oh, yeah, um, name five DCs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> District of Columbia. Let's see. There's fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I didn't hate either of those movies. I was yeah. a little disappointed. <laughs> right? A I mean, But I, I, I got to tell you, everything that I read about this um, Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. I'm like... Oh, this is gonna be a. Pilot. Well, and they're like, we released no. photos of the nope. Joker. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. No, no. Hold true to the faith. It's gonna be yeah. good. Everything that I read about this Snyder cut, I'm like, this is gonna be four well, hours of dog shit. But keep in mind, everything you're reading is through a critic's opinion. You take that so. back, Shannon. No, Did you no, get no, the no, mother no. box? No, like I'm, I'm not reading opinion. I'm reading like straight up facts. And like seeing pictures of it's on Facebook. The guy had a compelling YouTube video. Right. <laughs> no, huh? like pictures of fucking uh, the Grit Joker. I saw the what? Like, what? Yeah. I saw the I saw the bat tank. Isn't that something that we want? I want the bat tank. 
I, I thought the... Uh, oh, like a tank? Uh, yeah, for Batman, exactly. It's right out of The Dark Knight Returns for well, Frank no, Miller. Yep. It looks exactly yep. like that. So awesome. I think they're helping me. Oh, <laughs> lower your expectations? My expectations <laughs> are so low. That's one way to look at when it. When I watch um, it, I would be like, ah, oh, goddamn. So like, I, it's like, it's I can't imagine spots. being someone... I can't imagine being someone whose expectations are actually quite high. <laughs> me, me neither. <laughs> well, no, but, I'm raising my hand. Right, Tony, exactly. come on. I'm excited for it. Listen, listen. So, I, like, like when it li- comes out, I'll be like, shit, son, this stuff is good. Listen, you know? I'm... I'm over 50. I have no high expectations about anything. All right. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, <laughs> I get it, Carrie. Like, even like taking a shit in the morning, you're like, exactly. That was okay. <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> I've had I try to live my life with low expectations, and then I'm much like, pleasantly surprised all the time. No, yeah. I'm, I'm over 50, and I can honestly tell you with a high fiber diet, shitting in the morning is exciting. All right. <laughs> Are well, you over okay. 50? Do you look forward um, to your morning poop? <laughs> it's my poop and I want it now. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's get to what we're uh, consuming uh this week, what we've been watching. Who wants to go first? I got a short oh, I, list. I'll go oh, first. You go Tony. Oh, Tony? Okay. Yeah, mine's a quick one. Um same stuff I've been watching last week cuz there's a like 180 episodes of Goldberg's. Love loving <laughs> that show. It's super funny. All right. Um and then I watched I started Death Note. Oh, on on uh, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, and I'm gonna finish it because it's only like twenty something episodes for the whole story. Mm. But I think I'm about eight episodes in, and I I think it's I the see live like, action one, right? No, no, no. This is the the anime. The, oh, the, the live anime, action yeah. one is, is the on anime. Netflix. <clears throat> yeah. It's on, okay. All right. And so I don't know. I I think I get why people like it. It might just not be for me. But maybe uh, it wasn't you know. for me either, Tony. Okay. Yeah. Like. Uh, <laughs> And then um, I have a book recommendation. I'm about halfway through. Book. A book. You have to get it on Amazon because it's an Amazon original series, but it's a collection of short science fiction stories uh, called Forward uh, Projection One. So obviously it sounds like they're going to have more of these stories. This is the first compilation of them, but there's about eight hours worth of stories. And it's basically like listening to, you know, five or six episodes of Black Mirror. Oh, and it's okay. really good. They got really good uh, narrators for it. You got uh, David Harbour for one of them. You got Isaac... Uh, Asimov? I, I, no. Uh, the guy... Uh, uh, Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac. No. No. What's his no, name? No, I don't want the, him. The, uh, he plays Malfoy Sr. in... Uh, Jason Harry Isaacs. Pa- Jason Isaacs. Isaacs. Yeah, Jason right. Isaacs is, is great in his... I was his. about to shout out Isaac the bartender from Love Boat. I was getting <laughs> that guy. panicky. I... Evan Rachel Wood does one of them. Anyway, they're I like her. they're really good and and good good authors. So I, I recommend that. And then uh, this week, I I finally remembered when I was scrolling through Netflix that they made an Invader Zim movie. Yeah, and it came out last year. Oh my god, I've never watched that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's called Invader Zim: Enter the Florpus. Do you watch um, <laughs> it's, Film it's Theory good. on YouTube? Uh uh-uh. uh What's he that? just released he he is this youtuber and he does like theories about videos they're generally wrong uh but he released <laughs> one a couple weeks ago about invader zim about his theory of that um dib and like dib and his family are all aliens oh, oh. interesting okay. it is, yeah. yeah it's it's good it's about an hour and 
five minutes, hour and ten minutes. Uh, well worth your time if you're an Invader Zim fan. All right. Uh, Rebecca. Uh, well, first of all, Married at First Sight is back, and it is wild this season. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Rebecca. One of the husbands has a baby mama who's six weeks pregnant, and he just got married to a stranger. <laughs> Rebecca, I, I have been I forced to watch these shows, and I hate them so much. I hate everybody I involved. I love it. I think they are disgusting human beings. No, it's just Married at First Sight. No, I only watch Married at First Sight. That's the good one. They're all decent people, except this guy who's got a baby mama. Um. That is not a decent human. <laughs> I know. I said except. She uh, did. And then I watched um, a horror movie. I downloaded the app Tubi to watch it. It's called Final Prayer. It's also got a second title called The Borderlands. It's got an instance of animal cruelty that kind of comes up out of nowhere and actually kind of traumatized me. Um, but otherwise, a very good found footage kind of horror movie. Mm-hmm. But you guys, I am here to tell you today about <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Oh, really? The Nicolas Cage flick that's just Five out? Nights at Freddy's. Yes, it came out this weekend. <laughs> it's Five Nights at Freddy's Jeez. with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And it takes a turn you like you don't really expect. And, is, it one uh, of, is it one of the cagiest cages that ever caged? No. So somebody asked no? me how it was like compared to Mandy, and I said... That's Mandy. Uh, yeah. So Mandy, I would put at an 11. Willie's Wonderland is more of a 2 or a 3 by comparison. Really? Mandy, oh. though, is like... Blah. But uh, this one, you get to see Cage go full Cage in two different ways. And oh. I don't want to spoil it for you because okay. it's magical. All right. Uh, where do we find this? Yeah, where can uh, we see this? You have to rent it. All right. Or oh, you okay. have to rent it or buy it. So you can get it on Amazon. Okay. Uh, but uh, hi, hi. Nicholas Cage just. It's just. And it's, and it's called what again? Willie's Wonderland? Willie's Wonderland. Here's okay. the thing. I think they could only afford to pay Nicolas Cage per line. <laughs> and when you watch the movie, you will see what I mean. All right. Uh, who's next? Lee, Shannon, who wants to go? Go ahead, Shannon. Uh, okay. So I'm keeping it light. Uh, Game practical- show? Well, no. Impractical <laughs> Jokers is back. And they're actually going out and doing their stuff. And it is the funniest and most cruel thing I've ever seen on TV. It's classic Impractical Jokers. Right, right. Now, uh, what now? One sec. This, what TV channel is that? True TV? Uh, True TV. And uh, <laughs> this week, the guy that got the punishment got a catheter. Oh, what? Inserted into his penis. Where else would you put it? uh, (laughs) Had to do, I guess, uh, your pee-pee hole, whatever you call women's. Urethra. uh, (laughs) You know, your vagina hole, whatever you pee out of. (laughs) You know I have a narrow urethra. Narrow urethra. (laughs) Not only did he have to uh, get a, a, a catheter, he had to do a zip line with it. <laughs> like he rode the catheter? Yeah. <laughs> no, like he rode the, and he's like I'm I feel like it's going to fall out. And it was, Yeah, hope it does. And um and then his fiance who's trained to be a nurse had to take it out. 
<laughs> I'm I mean, glad someone took it out. Well, and good. then he I'd got a prostate exam. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, so my God. Like, is he okay? No, he's fine. Because he's, you, your punishment is you need to do the medical procedures your that you were scheduled you for already. Your punishment you And my other show I love is also, they're called the Tenderloins. The people that do the um, Impractical Jokers. They have a show called The Misery Index mm-hmm. on TBS. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by the uh, Indian American lady uh, from The Good Place. Yes. It's got the weird part. And um, Jim. Yeah. Jamila Jamal, Jamal, I think. Yes, yeah. thank you. Jamila. And thank you. It is a fantastic game show. All right. So if you just want to watch something stupid where you turn oh. off your head. Okay. That's I saw, my suggestion. I All saw right. a good little meme. It was someone looking at their direct TV guide and it said, boy, the guy that programs for true TV sure has an easy job. And it just was all impractical jokers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know what show slot. I miss? There was what? a show on Spike TV. Damn it. Can't remember what it was called, but it was like the, it wasn't the man's show. Cause that's the Adam Carolla uh, show. Yeah. But it was like a show for men. And I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Lee, what do you got? Well, in 1988, I had a job at a <laughs> care center in Taylorsville. And I remember yeah. I was pushing a 106-year-old man named Isaac down the hallway in his wheelchair. Yes. <laughs> and I stopped because Isaac was making a sound that I can only... Well, let me let me paraphrase the sound. The sound went something yes. like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what's wrong, Isaac? But Isaac hadn't actually said anything in about 15 years. And it wasn't until the nurse walked up and said, well, you stepped on his catheter and pulled it out. (laughs) And I said, oh, Jesus Christ, what do we do? And uh, so that's the first time I threaded a catheter. Now, wait a minute. Is this this a true story? I bet it is. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know, because I've heard that version of a joke before. I don't no, know. That, that sounds pretty true to me. It's, but it, it turns also does out, sound like Lee would it, do. It turns out that's actually fairly common in rest oh. homes because the tra- oh. the catheter line tends to trail behind the wheelchair yeah. if you don't do your job right. Because say there it's your first be a day. You that was also the same day that I learned that the nice woman, um, Mrs. Brown from Brown Floral, who was one of my clients, oh. she was <laughs> chewing some eggs and somebody said, well, she really likes pepper on her eggs. And so I put pepper on her eggs. Turns out we were actually abusing her because then when she sneezed and her wig flew off oh. and as she sat there drooling this string of snotty eggs into her plate, oh. staring at me, smiling. And I was screaming because there was a full pepper. head of hair in my lap. Oh anyway, my so. So Lee's I'm been consuming. He's been consuming memories from his past jobs this <laughs> yeah. week. This, this right here. <laughs> what is the it? Avengers. The Avengers. The Hickman Collection, Volume ah. One. Mm. This is 500 pages of some of the best Avengers storytelling ever, uh, written by um, uh, written co- by Hickman. By college. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and this is the one where they, they realize there are other Avengers worlds colliding with this one, so they have to yeah. start destroying them, which makes oh, them not Avengers anymore. It's a great Jeez. story. It's a great story, yeah. Yeah, because because they try to bring Captain America into the Illuminati, but by nature of Captain America being Captain America, <laughs> they have to then wipe yeah. his mind. He's not yeah. a very how do you good do that? candidate for that. No, how do you do that? It's, it's a great story. It is fantastic. And yeah. uh, 
I just ordered because I did not know this existed. So we're going to call it Lee's, Lee's birthday came six months early. Yeah. I did not know that Rick Remender had a series called Uncanny X-Force. Yes. Yes. So oh. good. <sighs> it was good. Yeah. Hey, happy half birthday, Lee. Yeah. Happy half birthday, I just Lee. say Rick Remender uncanny x anything and like mm-hmm. all of my stress and tension goes away so that are that my friends wet? those are and, 500 page <laughs> volumes nice and, and also i got wasted with him and he's one of the best guys i've ever met all right uh let's see i have been consuming uh quite a bit this week i'm quite surprised as i look at my list uh of course uh, clarice because i uh, Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite movies. How is it is good, it? Carrie? So is it good? Is, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. This is the first episode. So, I, you know, again, I always give a show three episodes. Hook me in three. Mm-hmm. First one has a lot of promise, I got to say. It takes place a year after the events of Silence of the Lambs. And uh, pretty, pretty, I'm I'm there right now. We'll see. I'll, yeah. let, I'll let you know. Uh, watched a movie uh, called Malcolm and Marie. Oh, is that it? I mean, I know it's good, but like, is it? Well, is it? let me just tell you, it's it's it was shot during covid shot during quarantine on just these iPhones in a house with two actors and that's so it so there's only two people in this movie only yeah, two people it's zendaya and is it john david washington's the other one yes yes yeah. oh. i just it's so good and i want you to watch it because you're going to look at zendaya and you're going to say to yourself this is the future she, she is, is incredible her she, anya taylor joy yes i like i think they are the future of like killer female actresses. I mean, you know, we see her in the Spider-Man movies and she's, you know, cute and everything, but boy, she can bring it. She can bring the gravitas when she has to. And she's got a scene in this movie that just, you know, I mean, I knew what she was doing, but boy, watching her do it, you're just like, oh man, that's good. Have you watched Euphoria? Yes, she's, oh, Oh, well, there's, there's, there's that episode of Euphoria with her and her mentor in, and again, it's the entire episode takes place in a diner while they're sitting at a table and it's just talking, but she's so good. And watching her act against the guy from uh, Fear the Walking Dead, I can never remember his name. Uh, oh, they're both just so, so fucking good going against each other. It's just beautiful. Anyway, so watch that. Uh, finish The Stand. On oh, your, I need uh, to start. Is that worth a watch? I mean, I was a big uh, fan of the I hear the Greg book. Kinnear is unrecognizable I, in it. Greg you know Kinnear's what? good in it, yes. <laughs> Me, I watched it. It's one of my favorite stories. And I was yeah. just kind of like... Well, and I heard uh, it has a different ending than the book or the previous uh, yeah. I wouldn't series. know because I've not seen the book or the, any of the previous oh, series. That's, so uh, that's why I, I heard it was... I have been asking about the ending because I just cannot stand Stephen King endings. So right. I've been asking, like, if this has a decent ending, I'll probably give it a try. Well, we, we can talk after we stop recording and we'll see. So you know you know what the standard ending of most of Stephen King's books from that period of, of time was? is the uh, cocaine, cocaine ran and out. just throwing papers right out. <laughs> or, <Yeah. laughs> or uh, Lee, yeah. cocaine ran out and it turned into a spider. I think I think he was quoted by saying there's a couple of his books he doesn't even remember writing. Yeah. If so I, I think Tommy Cujo, Knockers, Tommy Knockers, and what else? I think I'll Cujo just, was one of them. I'll just say this: I mean, you know, I know it's an old story, but I saw everything coming. But other than that, there's some good performances in there. But Greg Kinnear is always good, anyway. Uh, and then the best thing that I watched this week was uh, was on Hulu. It is a documentary. Now I'm going to get into comedy writing nerd because that's what I do. Ha! <sighs> it's a show <laughs> called 
Too Funny to Fail. It's a documentary, and it talks about something that most people either don't remember or don't know happened. And it was Dana Carvey who was a huge star on Saturday Night Live. Yes. Oh, I yes. saw this documentary advertised. And, I, I and watched it. They yet, and ABC. Well, there was a bidding war. Said so we want Dana Carvey. We want Dana Carvey. And uh, ABC won. And Dana said, "I want some of the funniest people that I know." Now, these are people that you had not heard of at that time. And we're talking uh, Robert Smigel. We're talking uh, Stephen Colbert. Uh, the other Stephen from The Office. Carell. Stephen Carell, thank you. Steve Carell, yeah. Was oh, <laughs> this the Dana Carvey show? The Dana yeah, Carvey it's show. About the Dana oh my Carvey god, show. that show was yeah. so fucking weird. It was Too so funny weird. To fail the it life was, and death of the Dana no, Carvey and show. It was like, yeah. Way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time, and it was. And Louis C.K. was also there, but I won't bring that up. Um, but uh, it was just fascinating to watch because you had a laboratory of some of the funniest fucking people on the planet, and they were making what was really funny. But the rest of the world was not ready for that shit yet. Yeah, mm. they just weren't there. I mean, like because it, 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 they were still watching um, Roseanne. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Well, that was part of their problem was that they, they were on after home improvement and they realized Whoa. they realized <laughs> that was our big mistake was, you know, they they gifted us this spot and we didn't realize, oh, this is the audience for home improvement. Oh, they're not going to mm. understand Grandma the Clown. Gotcha. And if you look up on Netflix or uh, on YouTube, look up the sketch Grandma the Clown and it'll give you an idea of the kind of thing that they're well, talking about. And Kara, I remember there was something, uh, there was some other skit where they had a, where Dana Carvey had like four titties. Yeah, that was the first sketch. That was part of the problem. The first sketch was Bill Clinton breastfeeding a a baby and two dogs and a kitten. Yep. Now, imagine, imagine you're the home improvement audience. Yeah. Yeah, the home improvement audience, and the first thing you see is... Bill Clinton nipples, uh, you know, they just, and that was the problem. They realized we're writing this for us. We didn't think about what the situation that we uh, were right. in, you and, know, but, but, but remember, I, I remember watching it and just, well, this is losing it. Just this like, is, but this is where so hard I was crying. All right. This is where. Uh, the two Stevens, this is the first time we saw them. This is where we got the ambiguously gay duo that moved from that show to SNL. Oh, really? It was a holdover. Oh. And uh, there was a couple of other sketches that they did on this show that they brought to SNL with great success. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's the right audience. Grandma the Clown Are you watching sketch? Grandma the Clown right now? <laughs> yeah. Who wants a fish? This, this show, interestingly <laughs> enough, if you, want yeah. to, if you want to do some fun homework, um, this show... And the Ben Stiller show on Fox. Oh, the Ben Stiller show, show is so genius. Because that's, that's Bob Odenkirk, Janine Garofalo, yeah. and oh my Andy God. Dick. And uh, that the Ben show, Stiller that show, show did has a, a thing. That Sorry. show had what? a thing where they did a uh, Calvin Klein commercial, a sexy Calvin mm. Klein commercial about rakes. Yeah. Ben Stiller <laughs> no, I mean, show oh. has one of my most favorite sketches where it's Bono writing a theme for a cereal. For yeah, Lucky, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had your Lucky well, it, it was it was it was the U two song one, uh-huh. and it was yeah. one bowl is not enough. Uh, yeah, but it was funny anyway. Yep. So there was that too funny to fail. Go and enjoy that. Uh, games, Tony. Let's get this going here. 
Yeah, we got a couple of uh, <laughs> done. Couple I want to get I want to get our deep dive done yeah, before Shannon gets too drunk. So let's let's go. <laughs> oh, it's too late. Go oh, jeez. Uh, we got something called Rustler. I don't know what that is. Uh, another one called Voyage. Oh, we we didn't raise a glass um, for Larry Flint. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we should have. Oh, all you Larry uh, Flint fans, we're so sorry. Larson. Uh, and also, Carrie, I love your. You are so good impressions. I specialize in impressions with people who have disabilities, and that's the sad thing. Carrie, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk like Larry Flint, please. He, he was. I wish I wish I'll see my, you need to know my wheelchair is not solid gold. It's made. It's gold plated. Gold is too soft of a metal to make an entire wheelchair out of. <laughs> All right. Anyway, games. Go ahead, Tony. Sorry. Awesome. Uh, no, there's really there's nothing good coming out this week. This one I thought was kind of funny. It's called Speed Limit. Why would you play a game where there's a speed limit? That's stupid. exactly. But. You will want to tune in to our Patreon because Rebecca, Tony, and I are going to be playing <laughs> Star Citizen Star together. Citizen, We're a game, try. a <laughs> game that has try. been a game that has been in alpha for twelve years, and that <laughs> my my guild that I belong to actually gave me the rank Crashing Guy. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to download that today and get familiarized with it, and it's going right. to be fun. Uh, Mr. B, if you would please. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm worried about the ham. It's outside the hex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>